Hey, it's Jason Flatland here. You're listening to The Jason Flatland Show, where I'll be sharing everything from sales and webinar tips to improving productivity and reaching your infinite potential. The other issue people have is they think that more money means that somehow or another you're taking something from somebody. And that can be true. And that often is true. But that doesn't have to be your truth. Right now, you're taking away something from somebody because you're not giving them the opportunity to say yes. And that's more costly to them. Let's talk about the greatest launch that ever happened in the internet marketing space. In our space, and this is how we define it, so listen to the qualifications on this, right? This is in the digital marketing space. This is for product launches. And so this is the biggest launch of all time in the digital marketing space. We had 200,000 people run for our launch because we focus on the 20% of the people that paid 80% of the money. And there are so many lessons here. And I hope it doesn't distract you from the fact that these lessons are applicable at all levels, whether they're $57 million or they're $57,000. The lessons are the same and they're valuable. And every lesson that I applied in this condition, I had first learned somewhere else for smaller amounts of money. So before you sell out Madison Square Garden, you gotta play some dive bars. In the music, man, we played some dive bars. I never forget the time we pulled up Midnight, one of my greatest friends in the world, just a beautiful, beautiful soul. And, and Midnight and I pull up, because I used to do the music, I was grinding, I would do everything. I had this friend who was gonna run lights for me one day, and I was still running the sound, so I was my own DJ, and I was also the performer. It was preposterous, but you gotta do what you gotta do, right? And the guy that said, I'll run the lights for you, Jason, because I bought some lights, he didn't know what he's doing. I see this guy out of the corner of my eye, and he keeps looking at me, and I, ah, here we go again. I was like, you know how to work this? And he goes, I do. I go, you want to do it? He goes, yeah. I go, okay, fine, we'll see what happens. Pulls the best light show off I've ever seen. He said, I could do sound too. Okay, do sound. Pulls in the best sound I've ever heard. We would go to all sorts of different places and midnight would be able to find the sound. It was incredible. And as a DJ, he was just incredible. And long hair guy. Midnight and I would do these concerts in all these areas, and the worst one was we pull up at a bar that we're supposed to open up for, and we're in Iowa, and outside they have a vending machine, and the vending machine has live bait in it. So instead of getting a Coca-Cola, you go fishing. But we played anywhere that paid. So I learned lessons in those situations that would later help me make multiple millions of dollars. So every lesson I've ever learned on the big stage, I first learned on a small stage without celebration without recognition, and people discount that. They want the big payday without the small payday that precedes it, or this failure, right, the 10,000 failures. So in this situation, we did 57 million from 200,000 customers. We did it in 226 days. The biggest lessons, there's two major lessons that I learned from this, and that I applied to this. And the first one is, very rarely but occasionally, you can create the market as opposed to enter an existing market. So in the crypto space, and this is still true to this day, people are selling crypto mainly, here's how you get rich quick. We positioned and we sold crypto as, here's how you can get a few points more from your investment. Limit the downside, cap the upside, but almost get rid of the downside, which we effectively did. And so we opened up a whole new market. Instead of going after maybe 10 million people or maybe less that are into the insanity, which is crypto, we help open up people who are on the outside looking in saying maybe, and we talk their language. So we're able to bring in a whole new market. That's super advanced. Now I learned that before, because when we were doing these affiliate launches, I would go to other affiliates and say, dude, here's the deal. You can sell and promote this thing on your own, and you could probably do good. Or you can partner with me, I'll sell the thing, you can offer up my bonuses, and I think you'll do better. Now here's the deal. If you partner with me, I gotta sell twice as much for you to make the same amount of money. Because if I take half of your profits, that means I gotta double your conversions. I said, I can't guarantee that I'll double your conversion. Well, here's what I can guarantee. 
I guarantee that it'll be the easiest promotion that you've ever promoted. It'll have the most value for your people that has ever existed, and they'll get the very best deal that they've ever gotten on this. And oh, by the way, four out of five times we triple conversion. There's a little salesmanship in there, right? So y'all wanna give the punchline before you do the setup, right? Sometimes you gotta hit the setup before you do the punchline. That's a strategic principle. The state of condition that you're in when you hear the information is more important than the information itself. So y'all out there just pushing information. I'm putting people in the right state of mind to hear the information. That's what we do. A lot of times today, companies come to me with good webinars and they want me to improve the presentation and I don't touch the presentation and they get pissed off. I said, forget that, man. The real leverage here is what state of mind is somebody showing up in before they hear the presentation? That's easier for us to create a conversion on. So we would go to affiliates and we would make deals where they would promote us. And then that worked with our competitors. Our competitors agreed, that makes more sense, let's do it. And then we started thinking, what would happen if we went outside of our market? So we'd go to chiropractors and say, you should start an Amazon business. And they would do it. They said, that makes sense. I don't know why, but it does. I have reasons, right? But they, I don't know if they're true or not. But here's what I would say to those affiliates. I would say to them, listen, I don't know if this will work or not, but it'll only cost you an email. That's it. If it works, great, we make a bunch of money. If it doesn't work, it costs you one email. That's it. And we create these marketing campaigns that would go like this. We just ran one the other week. We did over 600,000 in sales because we had sales come in after the deadline. And we, the campaign goes like this. It says, you're not used to hearing from me about blank. The reason I'm telling you about blank, which is not something you're used to hearing from me, is because I think this is so important that I'm willing to make an exception. However, because this is so weird and so out of left field and not what you're used to, this is the only time I will mention this to you. And if you want to know more, you have to actively go here and do this. In some instances, that will perform better than if we could just mail the whole list constantly, right? Inclusion through exclusion, right? Everybody wants to be part of the club that they're not allowed into. So we use that psychology. But more important than the tactical psychology, is the concept, is the strategy. I tell them it's only gonna cost you an email. You send out one email and you see what happens. And then if it makes money, great, we can talk more. If it don't make money, who cares? It costs you an email, right? I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Most of them will say no to that, by the way. So here's a disappointment that you must discipline yourself for in advance. There's a reason they only make a million when they could make three million. Four out of five of them will turn away the opportunity to make both of you a bunch of money. And I used to get so mad at that. But that's like getting mad at the sky, right? They don't care. So now I just realized that even with the winning proposition and even with the best offer to that audience, four out of five people I approach for that deal will say no, even after I have a long conversation with them or multiple conversations with them. But the one out of five who say yes pays for the rest. And so that's how I approach it. So we open up new markets. That's where I learned that lesson. I'm from the disposition of this. I want you to tell me if you don't want to buy it. I don't want to assume you don't want to buy it. I've never understood this. People do the opposite. They want to tell their audience how to spend their money. I want the audience to tell me how to spend their money. And I want them to tell me because I want to put something in front of them and see if they give me money or not. Hey, Jason Flyland here. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful at all, please leave me a review. And thanks again and stay tuned for future episodes.